Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. For 31 years, I've owned this company, Progress Coaching, and I I don't share this a lot with people, yet I would share with you something very interesting. When we started out, We started out as a company called Sale Builder Marketing, where we were going to train salespeople to work with marketing departments and vice versa. And then we really transitioned into a coaching company a few years after that. Now, I'm going to be very candid, and I want to say this from a place of caring. Salespeople have it tough. I'm a salesperson. I have to sell. To be candid, if I didn't have to do it, I'd probably be happier. I don't think it's a necessary evil. I like it. I don't love it. So I have a deep appreciation for what salespeople go through. How many people take a job knowing they're going to have rejection? Very few people do, yet salespeople do. Here's the funny thing about salespeople. We have had sales training for years, yet the numbers continue to be flat. Roughly one out of every two people either hit or do not hit their quotas. And what happens is we come up with all these reasons why. It's objection handling, or we got to put in a CRM. I believe there are three reasons why salespeople do not hit their numbers. And it's tough. This is going to feel like scratching a chalkboard for some people to listen to. A salesperson hearing this will probably be offended. That's okay. I'm a salesperson. I had to go through this. We all go through different iterations of becoming a really good sales professional. Number one is reality. Being honest with reality. Let me be really crass. I'm talking to a salesperson right now, hypothetically. You did not win the business because you were not effective. You talked too much. You didn't handle objections. You interrupted. You didn't drive benefits that really precipitated them to really understand that their buying drivers were going to be met as a customer. You failed. Now that sounds harsh, and I know it does. See, when sales are up, sales reps typically say, look at me, I had a great year. When sales are down, wow, the market, the market went south, the industry's down, the economy's bad. No, good and great salespeople sell during tough times. That's what differentiates them. We have to be honest and deal with reality. The subset of reality is self-awareness, the ability to look in the mirror and say, here's where I'm a great salesperson, here's where I have opportunities to improve, which leads to the third area, practice. I am so sick and tired of hearing people, I hate to role play, then don't. But please don't tell me that your skills magically arbitrarily go up because you need them too. Think about that. People don't practice their craft. Think about athletes. Think if we had a a league of professional teams, no matter the sport, and nobody practiced. Would we watch? 
There is an art. There is a craft to practicing. You have to practice. You know, I always love this when I do public speaking and I work with sales organizations. And I say, forget that you're in sales. Forget that you're a salesperson. Let's be really honest with ourselves. What do we hate about people when they sell us? Everybody says it. We talk too much. Right. You know, we hear the 80, 20, 70, 30 rule. You know, we should be listening 70 to 80% of the time. Yet we don't do that. We're creatures of habit. We have been training people on needs-based selling and active listening for three, four, five, six decades. It doesn't improve. Now, when you ask somebody and you go into an organization where there's veterans and you ask them to talk about or to uncover, if you will, needs through open-ended questions, you typically see the rolling of the eyes. I know what this is. See, there are three tiers to development, knowledge, skill, and behavior. Knowledge, do they know how to ask an open-ended question? Typically, the answer is yes. Skill, have they practiced it? Few do. Behaviorally, what do we do? We pigeonhole ourselves. You happy with your current provider? Yep. Would you be open to looking at another solution? Nope. And so when we look at these things, there are three primary reasons your sales organizations do not have the success that they need to. Reality, self-awareness, and practice. Here's the funny thing. A lot of times companies will spend an enormous amount of money on CRM systems. I'm not against CRMs, by the way. Yet the CRM is typically at the mercy of what the rep is going to share. Now, I want to share something with you as I'm doing this podcast episode and writing this article on LinkedIn. I just went to 10 sales reps and I did a little experiment across organizations and industry. And I asked all 10 people, I said, would you mind if I asked you a really weird question? And there was a little bit of a setup, a little bit of a curveball. I said, give me two deals that you've worked on. One that you won and why did you win it? And number two, give me a deal that you lost and why did you lose it? Now, there were varying reasons why they won their business. Now, number two, out of 10 people, not one rep indicated they were ineffective. It was always extenuating circumstances such as, well, I just don't think they had the budget or, you know, they're they're going to stay with their current provider. They weren't really interested in changing. Um, and right now they're kind of in a holding pattern um, or we were too expensive. Not one of them brought up their inability to sell and close the deal. Not one of them. If people deal with reality, they'll be more accurate. When people become more self-aware, they position themselves to develop and professionally pursue sales performance improvement. Number three, if you are a sales leader and you are not scheduling practice sessions, shame on you. Your people are not getting better. Looking at numbers, looking at forecasts, looking at the funnel will never improve someone's ability to overcome a competitor price objection unless they practice it. If you're intrigued, ask us about the sales coaching loop. Not only does it help you uncover reality and drive self-awareness, we position you to coach to reality and self-awareness. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 
seven to 21 day programs for employees to learn and more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.